Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. Being a human is hard, and courage is required to do it well. Whether you need a champion or a coach, we've got you covered. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Cost is Courage podcast. Thank you again for listening to us. It's hard to believe episode number 28, but here we are once again. And this month is National Adoption Month. Mm -hmm. November. November. Woohoo. So in honor of that, we wanted to bring you a little bit of insight into the courage to adopt because Lisa has been, well, of course, Lisa and her husband have been on a journey to adopt and they um, have had to use a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. Yes. And because of that, she has some insights that she's going to share with us to encourage, support, equip all the things, coach, champion. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) All the things we'd like to bring you. And so why don't you just start with, why don't you lay up a little bit of your adoption experience? Because we know there are many different ways adoption plays out. So why don't you frame that up for us to get going here? And so first, I will say that our process is not complete and we are still right in the throes of it where there is still so much that we don't know and that we're hoping for. And so we're still just right in the thick of it. So this feels very timely, but this, I mean, for me personally, this has just been a really long road. Like I've wanted to be a mom since I was 21 Mm -hmm. and I am now 43. (laughs) So that was a very, very long time ago, more than, more than half my life. Um, so, you know, just like, even just on a personal level, working through like, what, like, what will the road to motherhood look like? Uh Like, how will I get there? And, you know, always having peace, um, that, you know, God has always known who my family will be. And I always believed that he knew the desire of my heart knew that that's what I wanted and that he would get me there and that I needed to have the courage to wait and to be patient and to let it unfold. And so it has been a very long wait and watching it unfold has been amazing. And this episode will make me cry for sure because it's been amazing. So when I met my husband, which is almost six years ago, you know, we knew that we wanted to have a family and that we were open to whatever path it would take to get there. And a year after we were married, we took some foster care classes and it was on our heart to support foster children. And we prepared a room in our home. Like we didn't have a guest room. We had a children's room, but then it just never felt like the right time Mm -hmm. to actually finish the process to foster And it became clear to us in the following years why. Like, we had um, children in our family that we were helping support. Right. That would come to stay with us for Camp Auntie. (laughs) And, um, you know, 
being able to have my brother's children over whenever, you know, and then the kids room also kind of became like a hostel for wayward grownups <laughs> at times. So we, we've had, you were fostering. It just looked a little bit different. Yes. It was not formally through the foster care system. So, but we definitely had people big yes. and little coming through our home. And um, about three years ago, I had started a women's Bible study. And one of the women who joined my study was a foster mom. Mm -hmm. And it just felt providential that she had joined. And, you know, just hearing her experience week after week. And um, and then she left about a year ago to move to a foster care community on the other side of the state. And I had always kind of teased with her a little bit that, you know, one day you might foster children who would eventually be mine. And it was, you know, totally just in, in jest, but also felt very real. Uh -huh. um, and about, um, you know, two weeks after she moved there, she texted me and was like, how serious were you about that? And we had very different plans for our life a year ago. Um, and this is all before coronavirus came yes. in and disrupted everything anyway. But, um, you know, she was fostering children that we decided to go and meet, not knowing, you know, you know, and we just, we want to totally honor the process. And, you know, we prayed for these children and we prayed for their family and with the hope that they would be able to be uh, reunified and uh -huh. that the best thing for the children would right. be what happens. But we at least went just to meet them, you know, and right. not to let them, you know, like with no intention, but just to meet them. And that just gradually started to change our hearts. And for my husband, especially, he had been very apprehensive about the idea of adopting older children. And when we married, I had told him that that was always on my heart that I wanted if I was going to adopt, that I wanted to adopt older kids, not uh -huh. infants, but older children who might run the risk of aging out of the system. Right. And so we went and met the kids and just continued to pray for them. And um, it became clear that their parents' plan was not going to really work out and that right. they would likely become available for adoption. And so our biggest point of preparation was we spent the entire month of February in fasting and prayer to just really get clarity because at that point we were going to, and this was still before Corona right, really I had know. changed anything. We were going to have to cancel and change huge plans. You know, we were going to. You didn't know that they were going to be canceled and changed anyway. But right. And so, but this was like, you a, were moving forward. Right. This was decision. a, this yeah. was a heart preparation. Like, are we willing to, to change everything that we were going to do to step into a completely unknown right. process. And by the end of the month, we were very clear, you know, and we made all our cancellations, got our deposits back did you know, did all the right. things, you know, and then three weeks later, coronavirus came roaring in and, you know, which was like for us was great and convenient because we didn't have to explain to anybody about why we changed all our plans because <laughs> everyone just assumed it was because of Corona. But it was not. It was because right. we were going to pursue this process. And then Corona has just changed the shape of some of that, too. Um, but really working through fear and confronting 
fear and asking, you know, what is making our decisions and where does our trust and faith lie that, you know, just getting to the process like of being willing to move forward. And so as of this recording, uh, these children have been placed with us for some weeks Yes, and we have temporary custody of them, but there are still many, many, many steps to go before they would be legally ours. And there's the possibility that something unknown could happen and they could end up not being ours. You know, and I think that's in, in any adoption story that that's the, it's the biggest risk that you take is like, how much do I engage my heart? Right. And attach and, you know, fall in love with these children when there's a chance that they won't be mine. So before we go any further, I just, I want to repeat a couple things that I hear coming out of your story. And I think it's important because one of the things that we talk about is we talk about cultivating courage and most of our episodes will land on some kind of an action step Mm -hmm. or, you know, we're always trying to help like just take one little movement in a direction of courage. And um, that very often we think courage is some big one-time thing, Mm -hmm. but those little action steps that we're always taking are developing a storehouse for us Mm -hmm. when we do have to hit kind of like the big, 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 big one comes and shows up at the door or we're having to respond to the very final, final, you know, phase of something where you guys had the courage to investigate. Like it takes courage just to investigate. Mm -hmm. Um, It's what I think that is what I think is in my heart. Is it really in my heart? Mm -hmm. Like that's an investigation of self and the fear of, is it really who I am? Like mm-hmm. finding out who you are, finding out what you are willing to sacrifice and, and mm-hmm. um, open yourself yeah. up to. And again, to the fact that you brought up, like it is that how, how much do I want to engage my heart? Because really that is the birthplace, birthplace of courage. Mm-hmm. It's a heart thing. Yeah. So um, it may, it, it's whatever's in our heart that leads us to an action mm-hmm. really is how we see our courage in, in our life. So um, I know that it's an awesome and terrifying journey oh, all yeah. wrapped up in one, um, especially as bonding happens and intimacy gets formed. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the process of familiarity breeds contempt and all of the wonderful aspects of Mm -hmm. being human together with other humans in a tight space. So, well, and I think even, you know, between my husband and I working out our courage in our relationship Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like for my husband, like I've been very clear, like this has been a much easier, like it's still been a hard process, but much easier for me than for him, you know? And so I feel like it required a lot of courage for him to admit to me, like, because yeah. I'm clearly so gung ho and so excited and ready for him to actually admit, I'm terrified. I'm right. afraid, you know, and, and for us to actually have like a lot of really difficult conversations, um, 
you know, I think it really was a blessing too, that the kids were three and a half hours away from us. And so every time we went to visit them, we had really long car rides Yes, that we would just like, that was just a really great place for hashing out and talking through and, you know, and admittedly, like there would be times when we wouldn't be on the same page and like, that would feel like such vulnerability to me because like, well, I need you to be on the same page with me. And then anger always comes in to like cover up vulnerability. And so there'd be like, you know, very, let's say some, you know, angry (laughs) conversations in the car where it's like, just, just get on my page. Just, you need to be on my page. But having to also step back and to recognize like, okay, like we just, we we need to figure it out. And I don't, you know, I don't want you to be saying yes to this because I bullied you into it or, right. you know, but it's also really scary to me when we're not on the same page and such a huge and important thing, right? you know, and to really buckle down and do the work. And that's really what February and our time of prayer and fasting, like, okay, we really are committed together to doing the work, to figuring out, like, how do we genuinely get on the same page? Right. So... I know that it's required all kinds of courage, but tell me a little bit, like, how has the process required courage for you? You know, I think just, like, and I thought back about, like, episodes that we've already recorded. I know, know, I mean, it's circular. (laughs) You know, the courage in waiting, Yeah. you know, and having things out of your hands, um, you know, and even having to explain that to the kids sometimes. It's like, this is my heart, this is dad's heart, you know, but this is how the system works and we just have to wait and see. And we're all kind of at the mercy of what other people will decide. And and we can't speed up the timeline. Right. You know, even over the course of the last year and a half, like things have been pushed back three months here, four months there, you know, they've just, been waiting quite a long time. Yes. And so, you know, for us and for them, you know, obviously all the uncertainty requires so much courage um imperfect action like especially as we have them come into our homes and it's like we're going from zero to like a hundred as parents yeah you know just insta family and not you know it's all brand new and so it's daily imperfect action it's like oh wait you know what that's not how I want to handle you know bedtime or screen time or breaking up you know a sibling argument or, you know, whatever, like just doing and then needing to go back, you know, and apologizing. So courage and apology, (laughs) even to little ones, you know, I think it's so important to model, um, the courage to hope just will, you know, and the courage to pursue a dream, you know, which everything I'm saying, courage to love. Yeah. These are all episodes (laughs) that you can go back to and review specifically, you know, the courage to to try again, like yes. the, if something were to happen and we didn't adopt these kids, like what would it, like we have to think about that too. Like what would it take for us to try again if it came to that? Um, the courage to say yes to them. Yes. The courage to say no to kids in general, like the drawing boundaries and yeah. holding them, you know, and the courage just to feel all the things, you know, and and to carry their feelings you know, and I think as we go forward, you know, and we find out what it will need to look like in terms of helping them stay connected to their biological family, like, I feel like that's, there's so much uncertainty there, 
you know, we don't, we don't know their family and we don't know how they're going to react and what they're going to be like or how they're going to, how well they will manage right those connections and relationship. And so lots of, lots of things to walk into with courage in the future mm -hmm. as they come at you. Yep. You know, and just, I feel like just the setting aside of your own ego and like being willing to just carry heavy things for the kids, you know? And so when they inevitably say things like, you're not my real mom mm -hmm. or um, even right now, like they're still attached to their last placement, you know? And so when the little one is mad at me, you know, wants her other, like other parent figure yes. you know it's like because it, you know they're just kind of answer shopping like I just give me a like keep giving me parents until there's a parent who says what I want right exactly you know and so I kids, feel like not kids, taking things personally is gonna be a huge courage thing kids are persistent I know with one of mine I had to finally say hey you know when they handed you at the hospital they handed me a million no's so my job is to say no, 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 because boundaries are healthy mm -hmm. and setting boundaries appropriate for your age level mm -hmm. is for your benefit. Yes. We're dealing, we have no, like the, so we have a toddler and a tween. And so the toddler one day saying jingle, no, jingle, no, 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 no. Like, it's just like, okay, like you have the toddler anthem down. Um, and then the other favorite is why, why? And so my favorite yesterday was like, oh, don't, don't touch the broken glass. Why? <laughs> well, because I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> Trying to set healthy limits for you. <laughs> well, I think that's too, you learn how, uh, one of the, um, what do I want to say here? One of the like scramble to learn things in parenting is how not to be, how not to be responsive, but mm -hmm. instead, like, I got to turn, I got to learn how to flip and turn every single statement that you say to me. So when they say why, I say, well, why do you think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've gotten very good at limiting, like, so we're saying no, but we're not using the word no. And so yes. that's been one of Redirect. ours, you know, and so right before I came here to do this today, um, I was being asked for lots of different things. And so the answer is no, but the way I was saying it was like, well, af you know, after your nap or after dinner or, you know, tomorrow morning or yes. whatever, it's like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying the word no is not coming out of my mouth. Yes. All, all the adjustments. I'm, I'm a person currently living in a state of whiplash. <laughs> I've actually had to put out with my kids. I put them on notice and said, if I'm looking at something or doing something, don't ask me a question because now you know that the Annie gets up. Now it's like, will you sponsor me? Will you Venmo me? <laughs> I'm like, I when did I agree to this? You know, well, you told me you were gonna... so taking the lead, keeping the lead, yeah, is a challenge, also requiring courage. Mm -hmm. So what is um we are hopeful and and prayerful and very optimistic that the adoption will go forward 
looks very yeah. positive mm -hmm. in that direction. And I know that you mentioned maybe navigating the relationships with their biological family mm -hmm. um, is one thing that you're anticipating me needing courage for. Um, and I know we didn't talk about this, but I'll just throw it out there. Like, um, what is something else that you anticipate you'll need courage for with this whole adoption process? I think really just, you know, recognizing that. So in this type of adoption, and I think in most, you know, that while, you know, we've had the dream of having a family and, you know, wanting to support children that for them, you know, there's like, they're in this position as a result of trauma, right. You know, of not, not being able to stay with their birth family. And so, you know, being able to like give ourselves permission to feel and to have all the feelings, but to also, you know, have the, the strength and the courage to always put that aside to see them from where they're coming from and their perspective, you know, and I think through all of this, like for a lot of people, you know, that I've talked to about what we're doing, you know, they think it's great, but we'll say like, Ooh, I could never do that. You know, like that, that's a high, you know, there's a high level of like difficulty and, you know, older kids seem scary and whatever. Um, and I, you know, and I get that, you know, we've gone into this eyes wide open but I want to be very cognizant with us, like that there isn't this pressure that like everything is just great all the time. And so having the courage to be honest about the ways that it's a struggle and not being afraid that those people, you know, who maybe have doubted what we're doing, that they would say like, see, you know, we, we knew that this right. was going to be really hard or whatever, like feeling like that we can be real and you know that if we are struggling that we have the courage to admit that we're struggling and you know to get support and help and and all of that that's so good so tell our listeners what you would tell them like give them a little what would you say about this what's your encouragement for adoption in general yeah i think you know if this is something that's on your heart as with so many of the things that we talk about, you know, not letting fear be a decision maker, you know, I mean, you really have to weigh for yourself, like the risks right. and, and if it's right for you, yep. you know, but that not letting fear be the decision maker. And cause like, we already know that if something happened and this was disrupted and we didn't get to adopt these children, it would be heartbreaking, truly heartbreaking. We love them so much, but it would be worth it just for like the opportunity to love them for this time. Right. So that it's so much more about them than it is about us. And it's not up to them to fulfill our dreams or, right. you know, to plug some hole in our lives or whatever, but that, um, you know, but that this is a worthy endeavor and a worthy risk to take. And a virtue. And that's why it requires courage. Thank you for sharing. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cost is Courage. 
Being a human is hard, and to do it well, it's going to cost some courage. If you enjoyed this episode, one way you can tell us is by writing us a review. That would mean so much to us. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Thursday. And don't forget to check out the show notes for resources, tips, and other fun surprises. Bye for now.